and welcome to the Maven Sports Show. This is your host, Haven Harrington, joined in studio by, like, everybody made it today. I'm excited to see everybody. Got my man Rashawn over here, quadruple A, the architect. No, that would be you. Engineer, my bad. Ada <laughs> Will. And the rapid one himself, the Imperial Real Rail. What's good? What's good? Man, look at you looking all serious, man. You're you focused. You ready. Hey, man. It's, it's about business, man. If you ain't doing it the right way, don't do it at all. There you go. As long as you ain't got the top button on that button-down button. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, listen, man. There it is. Hey, listen, man. Let's get started. Real. I'm That's doing... Right. Hey, look. I'm in, I'm in reverend mode today, right? Who okay. in the hell left the gate open? I don't know, but I'm fitting <laughs> to walk through it. You guys crack me up, man. So, first topic of the day. Yes. Man, let's talk a little football, man. You know, football's about to kick off. Week zero. We got football games coming up this weekend. I know, right? Louisville kicks off September 6th. And the Mercedes-Benz Dome in Atlanta, Georgia against Ole Miss running Rebels. Very big game. Very big game. Yeah, I mean, you know what? I'm excited. I, I love the Chick-fil-A kickoff classic. Prime time, Monday night, only game on, all eyes on you. Show up, show out. Yeah, I saw I saw that poster for the first time the other day. Somebody at work had one of it. One of them. Uh, it's, kinda, not, it's not the best poster. No, it's not. It's, it's like not okay, so you can put anything on this poster that you want, and this is this is all you came up with. Like, yeah, nah, nah, you know, it's it's all good. Listen, if Louisville, they're not playing Western this year, so if Louisville goes undefeated, I'm all for it. That's what I would love to see. But I mean, you know, well, they got what, Clemson on the ride. They do have Clemson. They do have Clemson. Uh, We'll schedule, so. You know, they got him on the schedule. So this first game going against Lane Kiffin, offensive genius. Hey, and they, what, what particular uh, what? group <laughs> What particular hey. group are you guys looking at on this little football team that you gotta be paying attention to, that you're gonna be focused on for this first game? I'll throw it to you, Rod. Um, I mean for for me. There's a lot of places that are question marks uh, for the team. I guess I'm going to go with the group that I, you know, a lot of people have been talking about. Of course, uh, Louisville lost a couple of guys, uh, including Tutu Atwell and uh, Des Fitzpatrick uh, to the NFL. Uh, both guys are, are making plays. Des had a, a touchdown last week for the Titans, and Tutu Atwell had the most targets back. of anybody in any game last week wow. uh, for the Rams. So, no surprise, though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're talking about two very talented guys, guys that were around the program for a good while. And, you know, there was no doubt about how talented they were. Um, so, you know, I, I think that the wide receiver cores and seeing what they can do is going to be probably the thing that I'm looking at the most. Um, of course, friend of the main event sports show, Justin Marshall, um, you know, is a guy who's always shown us love. And, uh, you know, we were on early has taken some time to kind of develop, but now, uh, you know, I hear his name first or second, you know, when you talk about the guys that are going to be out there. Um, so, you know, I, I think that Justin Marshall is going to be a guy that I want to see how he looks. He had moments, you know, he's had some, you know, we talked about him as far as his physicality and his physical stature um, was very similar to that of Devontae Parker, uh, you know, and of course that's a a taboo name right here because Devontae, a homegrown kid, now playing for the Miami Dolphins, is one of the best wide receivers in the league. Um, you know, I, I think that what he can do, um, stepping up as well as Braden Smith, last year's JUCO transfer who came up, uh, it was making a lot of waves last year in, in pre-summer camp. Uh, I think he's going to be one. And then, of course, the speedster, Tyler Harrell. 
Um, you know, I, we'll have to see what he does. But I think for me, fellas, like the wide receivers and giving Malik Cunningham guys that won't drop the football. Because we've seen teams that, you know, best play in the world, quarterback makes the move, spins out of trouble, yeah, yeah. and then throw the ball, dude drops the ball. They drop it. And my greatest concern, uh, and I, to your point, everything you made was some excellent points, all the points you made were excellent points, but everybody's concerned with the, with the line this yeah. year. Because we, just like you, you said. Offense you, or defense? Both. 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 I mean, we've seen it. You know, neither right. one of them are where they need to be. You know, and, and what improvements were made in the, in the offseason to say that they're going to be any better this year. You know, we just like we've seen quarterbacks make great moves to get a good pass off and it get dropped. We've also seen some quarterbacks literally go into a shell because they feel like as soon as they get a snap, they have to start running. Yeah. You know, because they're not being protected. There's no way you can be an effective quarterback when you're not protected in that pocket. Yeah, I mean, I, cause, I mean, you would think about it. You don't want Malik Cunningham running for his life. You don't want that. And there are quarterbacks who have unfairly been scrutinized for that same exact thing. Oh, he's a terrible quarterback. No, he's an unprotected quarterback. And, that, dude, you get yourself out there and have these linemen coming at you, you know, as soon as the ball touches your fingertips... Lamar Jackson's last year. Yeah, like you, you hype and then you just dive and, and, yeah. and, you know, and, and, and just cover your head. Like, yeah. no, dude, that, that is imp it's an impossible thing to overcome. Tim Couch's entire career at the Cleveland Browns. <laughs> <laughs> you know, people, don't, people underestimate that. And that's why you have people who reward their O-lines right. when they have great seasons. Definitely. You know, uh, a la Lamar Jackson in the NFL. You know, I, uh, you know, Emmett Smith as a running back who knew my success is nothing without these gentlemen who are blocking for me. There you go. You you know the root of your success. That's why Nate Newton gets that extra turkey leg. <laughs> right? Yeah, you know what I mean? The big piece of chicken. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Dude, you have to. So Louisville cannot keep looking at doing better without fixing their problems. What they're doing, they're patching things up. We need linemen. You know what? I will piggyback off of that because the group I'm most concerned about Defensive line. Okay. I mean, Lou was not good at all at putting pressure oh. on a quarterback at all last year, getting pressure with the front four to get sacks. They didn't do a good job of that. That run defense was just. Oh, my gosh. The run yeah, defense. the run defense is kind of horrendous. I mean, after that, they kind of got ate up in the run defense last awful, year. That is awful, man. Yeah, no, and, yeah, and just, scary, just a scary commentary on that, just, to, just so you guys know. Ole Miss led the SEC in rushing last year, even though they were known for their passing numbers. Led the SEC in rushing. Now, listen, to piggyback off that, my concern is completely the ability of the linebackers to be able to cover the running backs coming out of the backfield for Ole Miss and the secondary's ability to be able to recover the, to cover the receivers because they were fourth in passing last season. Yeah. So if Lane Kiffin has the ability to open it up and Louisville secondary cannot mm. stop mm. them. Yikes cannot stop them from catching the passes or they're not able to defend because last year those safeties were atrocious. We've been exposed and teams are counting on that. On, to continue. On violating those exposures and, and, and just exploiting all of those issues that we have and we haven't brought anything to the table and, and, and you know anything leading up to the kickoff of the first game to convince people that we fixed those problems. So they are listen, coming to these listen, games. Will. They're walking in these games like we know exactly how to destroy them, not just beat them, 
we've we've already had we we got the playbook. Man, prime example of them because this defense hasn't been strong since Charlie Strong. Man, that's the truth. Let's just be real about that. This hasn't been a strong defense since Charlie Strong. So this first Man's game, had a couple of good defenses. Who was first. that? Todd Grantham. Grantham. He had a couple of good his defenses. First, his first couple of years. His first couple of years, he had good defenses. But he yeah, was but, playing but, with Charlie Strong's guys. But <laughs> that is also a lot true. of things are being camouflaged by Lamar Jackson. Exactly. The team was being held together by Lamar Jackson. He saved a lot of plays. And on the offense, of course, he, you can't count the defense. Well, if you're saying that, Will, let me ask you a question. Do you think that? Satterfield expects the same type of ability to carry the team from Malik Cunningham? There's no way you can expect anybody to do what Lamar Jackson did, not in being in your right mind. That's because that is a once-in-a-generation type of talent. You know what? I, I would say this. I think Satterfield would want Malik to carry the team. I mean, he would want it, but, yes. But, no, but the thing is, as, as we saw last year, is that because Malik's tendency to get hurt literally almost every game. They don't I, I don't think the coaching staff feels comfortable with calling the designated run plays and things of that nature they did when Malik started his his the first year Malik started. Because the first year Malik started, he was running the ball all the time. He was very dynamic. He was baby Lamar. He was a baby Lamar. But exactly. the problem is literally every game yeah, he like, would go out yeah. for like three or four plays. Right. Hurt. And I think this, the last year, I think they tried to say, okay, stay in the pocket, don't run as much. And it did cause me run plays, and that cut down the dynamism that, that he has as, as a quarterback. And okay. I think that reflected in so do you all production. feel like do you all feel like this game would determine the kind of season that Louisville was going to have? It, absolutely. No. I don't think yes. so. I, because the, it's going to determine the type of support they have from their fan base. Because, look, listen – Let's not act like we're coming off of a good season. Dude, the fans are not already not getting in line behind this team. And maybe, you know, the diehard fans are always going to be there. You know, you, those are the people you don't even have to be concerned about. But to fill that stadium up, you need a lot of bandwagoners. That's where your money comes from. The diehard fans probably bought their season tickets 10 years out. You know, that that's not where your money's coming from. You want that car march going down. You need a lot of bandwagoners. Haven, you said you disagree. Why? You know, because it's Ole Miss. It's almost like an exhibition bowl game, this first one out. And the first game of the season, unlike the NFL, don't have a preseason. This is the first time this guy's going to play. It's the first time they've seen live contact against another team. So you kind of expect those kind of up and down things. And also, Louisville really isn't expected to do great things this year. So if you lose, eh. If you win, it's awesome. You got momentum, mm. you can keep it going. You know, the, the, the meteor schedule is can he beat NC State? Can he beat Virginia Tech? You know, can he beat those guys on on the um, you know that you're playing against this year? Hey, that, that's the real test. But hey, and also you gotta realize this. If they lose, how much does that destroy the confidence that they had going into the season? I know I don't think it destroy the confidence at all, because a lot of these guys are young. Uh, they're still getting acclimated to the system. This is their first big-time college football game for a lot of these guys. They're going to be amped up. They're going to be juiced. If they take an L, I think they can get right back in it next game. I think they play uh, UCF. Uh, well, they play Eastern Kentucky. Eastern Kentucky. Eastern Kentucky. Well, when we and come back UCF. from the break, we're about to wrap this segment up. I want to get – before I – because I have a very strong rebuttal to what these gentlemen Ooh. just said. It's about to get juicy. But no, no, no. But I would like to hear what you say first uh, okay. to maybe kind of – 
tone me down a little bit. No, no, I, no. I'm ready to pounce right. because, you know, pounce. I just want to put some reality. Too hard. But no, no, I, you know, we, we will. I trust me. Y'all, y'all have a lot left to see. Y'all don't know that like kicks and punches get thrown during the break, and, and then and we and come Hager, back and, and everybody comes still back. Like, me under the table. As they used to say in the '80s, Hayden's getting fresh with me under the table. And there we go. Welcome back to Maven Sports Show. Man, okay, now, Will, when we first left for this break, you, you was going to break it down to me about why I was wrong about the first game of the season Ole Miss. Well, no, I, but before doing so. No, 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 I, no, 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 Don't, don't let, let Sean water down. His, no, 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 hold on, hold on. Let, let him get his in. Let him get his in. James got something to say. <laughs> James, James Evans. James Ingram. And I got a new name for myself this week. I can't remember it, though, because the last week I said I was Forrest Whitaker. But I can't remember what I got a Forrest new Gump. one. Nah. <laughs> All right, so, no, Rod, what, seriously, what would you say in response to that? Do you agree, disagree? I will say input? this, that I don't think it's going to be necessarily based on winning and losing um, because Ole Miss is going to be coming to this game a top 25 team. Um, so <laughs> while you want Louisville to win this game, they are a decided underdog. They're about a seven-point underdog. So I think it's going to be a more about Which how... Which isn't very bad. Not bad. That's exactly. Not bad. Absolutely. I think it's going to be about how they play. If they go out there and get the doors blown off, then I think that's going to be a problem. That's going to maybe set a bit of a narrative moving forward there. Louisville fans are going to have to see Louisville come out and not only be impressive the next weekend versus the EKU, they're going to have to go out there and beat um, East Carolina or, or uh, Central Florida. Oh, uh, UCF, Central Florida. I thought you said East Kentucky so, was the next game. Uh, East Kentucky's the next game. No, they'd have to blow them out and, and be, beat oh, UCF. Oh, I see what you're saying. Um, Which so, UCF is ranked, is uh, what I'm being told? No, UCF is not ranked. They are considered one of the better um, non-Power 5 schools, um, but they are still kind of in a building phase. Got you. Um, okay. But, but I think that it's going to be how they win. You know, if, if they come and play close, I think Louisville fans will be happy with that. I don't think that they'll be ecstatic. But I think they'll be okay with that moving forward. But if they get their doors blown off, I think that changes the narrative. Okay. So here's what I'm saying in response to that. What First of all, what fans, please, uh, I accept your, your thank yous ahead of time. Because by setting the bar so low, if Louisville comes out and at least puts on a performance, it will make people feel very good about the scene, to what Rocky said. Um, but just being realistic... We have, again, we have a lot of issues that are just so known. They're so known. A lot of these issues started to become, be brought to the surface in Petrino's last years. Yeah. See, these are, they're, they're so old. They're not new issues. That, so we've had time to fix some of these things. This is not just the first year that we're coming at these things trying to repair them. Right. Because, uh, you know, even in the Petrino's last years, even, you know, Lamar's last... We had, even Lamar's last year, mm-hmm. some of these things started, a lot of teams started to figure Louisville out. And so we've had years, as many as four years, some people would say five, to try to fix these things. And we haven't. So, that. again, our problems are just so known. Everybody knows about them. So they know how to come in here and beat Louisville. So, so, so an, an offensive mm-hmm. mastermind, like you said, Lane Kiffin is. Mm-hmm. Dude, he's going to exploit that to the depth because they need, mind you, they're top 25. They need to make a statement with this game. They don't need a close game. They need to blow the daylights out of Louisville to make a statement. And Louisville may not be a 
highly ranked team, but they're still they're, a name. They're a name, yeah. and if they come out that first game and go and go green eggs and ham on Louisville, so Will, it's going to mean something. Let, let me them. ask you. Let me ask you. Football teams lost about seventy percent of their practice time in terms of total preparation, summer weight lifting. They lost their whole spring um, and a lot of the fall camp. Okay, they basically right. got three weeks of catch up and then on the field playing games. How much do you put into that to where some of the question marks we, we have saw we saw last year may not have anything to do with this year with the full off season, with the full spring? Do you think that makes a difference? It, it makes a difference to us. Okay. Because we know better. But the average fan sitting in those okay. bleachers and those stands and, and and tuning in on TV doesn't know any of that. That's fair. And they don't care about any of that. Very few fans even care about X's and O's. They are just there to see hey, wins. The OGs on 29th and Broadway, all they ask me, big man, did they win today? That's all they want to know. That's all they want to know. Half of them, they sitting there, they toasting it up. They got it. They're not even watching the game. No, but when that win comes across the screen, everybody goes nuts. And they represent it. They represent it to the depth. That's fair. Listen, the people tailgating in the parking lot that never goes into the game, they don't know what the team looks like. That's true. Unless they got a TV. I've seen some pretty extensive tailgating setups, oh. dude. Trust me. Yeah. But to, to the point, that's not what they're there for. They're just there to back a winner and to have a good time. And nobody's having a good time when the team is losing. Hey, Harris. You know what? Without the fan goggles. Without the fan goggles. That's what I'm giving y'all. I can still say that first game, Louisville plays well, even in the loss. That's fine. We all agree with that, yeah. I think. If they play Nobody well. Nobody expects Louisville. What people really want to see is on the defensive line, are the two true freshmen, are they as good as what everybody's saying or in practice? Because being good in practice and being good in, in, in live action are two totally different types Man. of good. It's, truthfully, Definitely. this setup is very similar to the last time Louisville was in the Chick-fil-A Bowl when Lamar Jackson came in as a true freshman and Louisville, you know, brings was, Lamar out and just lets him run around like a baby deer out there, just running around with the football yeah, and doing reverses. That was all like, the win. But people were very excited about that, was, you know, just seeing Lamar how good Jackson. he was. Yeah. And, you know. and, and to, to, not to take anything away from uh, Malik, Macau, Cunningham, it's... Get my oldest names out there. No, no, no. I was saying Malik or Macau, whichever one you were first. I, I didn't realize I put him in the right He went order. back to Malik. This he went time. back to Malik. Yeah. So Macau... He said Malik. he's going to be Malik. Which one is his middle name? Macau or Malik? Uh, I think Macau is actually his uh, first, first name. name. So Macau and Malik. Yes. Okay. So Eminem. But like you all earlier said, he, he he's baby Lamar Jackson. And that 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 is true. But just like Harold Miner was baby Jordan. And we see how that Allegedly. Harold Miner... <laughs> You know what I'm saying? It's like, dude, being baby Jordan is not Jordan. Dude, it's not even close. It's a difference. Dude, Lamar Jackson. He was allegedly baby Jordan. All right, but I will point out, the third most rushing yards by a quarterback in a single game is held by Malik Cunningham with 198 yards rushing. Against And who? that's impressive. Against It who? was against an ACC opponent. I can't remember who, if it was well, Wake Forest. Against a lot of teams in ACC. But it was, it was, that's an impressive game. <laughs> it probably game. was against Duke. Hey, I mean, no, so, the numbers, because every, every other team explosive. that played Wake Forest didn't do it. So, you know, you got to give props where props are due. I mean, so. the third most rushing yards in, 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 you know, in history. I mean, Lamar did play three years at Louisville. Yeah, yeah, honestly, he didn't do it. Honestly, so, okay. the season comes down to... The but defense. these lines, the, what yeah. you guys talked about, the lines. Defense oh, wins championships. Defense. If you can't defend, you can't dude, win. That run defense. It, dude, well, the listen. problem was, it's like, if you if you pounded Louisville with a power rushing game, oh, man. Louisville's, Louisville's defensive line just wilted. Fatigue. Fatigue. They just wilted. Because they're not small. deep enough. Okay, let's say, let's say the starting five are legit. Yeah. They're not deep enough. 
Yeah, well, I mean, and that's the thing that, that, that Satterfield has in. talked about building depth. He's put in a, a legit red shirt uh, walk-on package. He's been bringing on 75 walk-ons a year into Louisville. Louisville's fielded 150 kids out there during the spring and summertime to get ready. The, the reason I like that is because you find a lot of diamonds in the rough and guys yeah, screw that. that. <laughs> you don't bump that. No, hey, no, no. Hey, you find no, a lot of diamonds hey, in five no, stars. No, Truth no, no, no. positive. You can sit there and say no, no, no all you want. When Louisville comes out there and starts next week, they're going to have a former walk-on from Louisville Eastern High School, I don't care. Ramon per you, year you is going to start you, a defensive You end. give me those four yeah, or five star athletes. You stack the line with those four or five. Look I'm, at I'm not. Th- Look okay, at first of all, Kentucky. I didn't, say, I did not say that you wanted stars. walk-ons versus you just said, five-star players. No, what I said is when you when you when you talk when you talk about having a walk-on program program. Louisville is still recruiting their 25 scholarships. Okay? So who are they looking for, Bobby but, Bouger? But the thing is, is that when you bring <laughs> a lot of these saying. kids out there, you can find players. You can find, you know, guys like um, uh, Will uh, Rabbitine from back. No, what, what's the tight end? I'm sorry. Uh, that, that, uh, Marshawn Ford. Ford. Marshawn Ford was a walk-on, was an invited kid from Ballard. Now he's an all-conference tight end. You can find talent anywhere. You can. But you can't find enough. Okay, talent. okay. I didn't say yeah, I didn't say I, okay, talent. but I didn't say fill the whole team with it. So All I said is that when you, well, there, but when you when I you mean, bring kids out there, he was over there playing. When you bring or, them out you know, there, you allow kids the opportunity, and you can find some guys to fill in some of them because we're talking about depth. We're not talking yeah, about starters. We are, we are. We're not talking about guys that are going to come in and be the man. But look, so so, so I'm I'm just speaking about your depth. Look, we getting there, but we got to hold that thought into this next segment. We got and I know we got some other things that we're supposed to be talking about. But uh, well, we we still got a couple minutes. We got what well, the the time check is right, two. right. No, I got so that. I, I got that. I appreciate that. But what I'm trying to say to you is, yes, yes, there's a slow walk he's trying to get to. We got some things that we got to get going in the next segment that might not allow us to finish this entire conversation. So we might need to start. Oh you know, no, no, no! This conversation's over because you know what? Next week is going to be a all get ready for the game. Gotcha. Next week, so we we will revisit that because. While Louisville is talking about things on the field, guess who's not talking about things on the field? That is your University of Kentucky Wildcats. Killer Cats, baby! Killer Cats. Vito Tisdale. Criminal Cats. That's what we do. Uh, The crime cats. Kentucky player Vito Tisdale. They take names. They got new jersey numbers coming soon. Just got, you know, brought up on charges. Along with, I believe, six of his teammates. They're gonna be looking like Clemson. Bum rushing a party, beating up students, both men and women, robbing them, robbing them at gunpoint, sticking guns in faces. That's football stuff. Let let, let me ask you. They all do that. (laughs) So you said everybody. Coach Mark Stoop says these are just a couple of hiccups, and this is is, we're gonna get out there. You know, we're gonna see all these kids out there. A couple of hiccups. Does this affect? That's armed robbery. Ain't no hiccup in armed robbery. Let me say this. If you compare yourself. To an That's intentional. This ain't nothing. I'm intentionally yeah. robbing you if I rob you. There's no hiccup. That is armed robbery at his finest. So if I walk in your house right nothing. now, Haven, Here's with my I'm gun saying. drawn and say, give me everything you got, I'm going, it's a hiccup. That's a hiccup. Yeah. Well, listen. Depends on how good you are. If you're a, you're a walk-on, <laughs> no. Get off but the team. We're going to jail. Here's my point. If you start, yeah, don't worry about that. <laughs> if, if UK has a decent season, I and do not back those comments came out of his mouth. And, you know it's true. And they beat Louisville. Louisville, get your guns. <laughs> That's all <laughs> I'm going to say. Get your guns. Tell me, let's be honest. If you were the Baylor, 
They were said they're like eighty five rape cases that they, they hear for like four or five years. And David Koresh. And nothing. <laughs> <laughs> and that, nothing, nothing really happened to this player. It's Koresh. crazy. So, but but when, it's, when it's football, people's like, eh, they look the other way. Is this going to affect them on the field this year? Do you think it's going to have any impact with all this negative publicity? It would it. have to. If it does, no, they, what they're going to do. Stoops is gone. If they have a terrible season, no. Nah. After after nah. all of this leading up to the season, Stoops is out of there. You know what he, he had a coach that was arrested. And guess where he's going to go to? For beating up his wife. If he, he, if he leaves Kentucky, he's he coming to Louisville. Get arrested for DEI, DUI. You don't think any of this matters, Haven? You know what's going to happen? You don't think any of it matters, Haven Harrington. No. Main event sports show. You know what's going to happen? I'll tell y'all what. I'll tell y'all After this break, I'll tell you what's going to happen. Hey, check it out. You're listening to the Main Event Sports Show on the Plug Network. Stay plugged in, y'all. Be right And welcome back to the Maven Sports Show. Now, before that last segment, I was going to tell you why with all the players arrested, the coaches beating his wife on camera, you know what? Let's be honest. DUIs. DUIs. But let's be honest. This is football. And SEC football at that. I mean, SMU Urban Meyer Meyer had players kill people and still play. True. (laughs) Kill people the best Florida and still play, football, but it's still football and it's still the SEC. Hey, I mean, I mean, Stoops did come from Florida State. I mean, you like, would know a little bit about thank you. Tallahassee. I mean, it's like, it's like, it's like, how many players at LSU been arrested, beating up people? You never hear about that at the end of the season. But how many championships do they have? There you go. Less miles, baby. <laughs> but I'm just saying, you know, when it comes to football, the, rule, the rules are different. Just like basketball, Kentucky, the rules are different. Football players don't get in trouble for the same stuff the average student would get in trouble for. If you're good, if you start. Yeah, you got a point. If you're not good, <laughs> Calipari is going to convince you to transfer. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you need to go home and take care of your dad? Isn't he sick or something? <laughs> you should go to NYU. Right. Yeah, I mean, but it is. I'm not, now, granted, I think something's happened, yes. And what's going to happen is some of these players will be suspended for all the bum games at the beginning of the season. Or not. They'll miss like two or three games when they play against uh, Mississippi Valley State. Southwest, when they play against what's the matter, you. The funny thing was the student board, when they reviewed the facts of the case, cleared all the players. Of Of course they did. Very interesting. Of course they did. You know why? Because the dean of the school and the the football coach sat down and he said, listen, I want a bowl win or you won't have a job again. And probably because some of the students on that student board are in their 70s. (laughs) <laughs> and they give to the K fund on their on their 70s. Fair now, some of them I'm got registered. Hey, I mean, hey, hey, well, some of them got some of them got their own buildings right on campus. And students, hey, if I'm registered for a class on paper, when I say the boys got his own money, right? I mean, so I mean, I, I agree with you. I, I think that it'll, I think it'll get louder if Kentucky doesn't win early. Like, I, I, I think if UK starts you. to lose early, I think that some of the curtain's oh, yeah. going to get pulled Especially back if you're a wonder quarterback from Penn State, winds up being like all the other quarterbacks oh, and, and can't throw at the dam. Oh. Well, yeah. nah, they you know, my man a couple years ago. Uh, Kentucky hasn't had a good quarterback since Andre Woodson. Brian Hartline was pretty good. He was no, the last one. the black one. kid. The one that stuck his tongue out right before he went in the zone. Oh, talk about the wide receiver that, that ran the ball, never threw the ball. Oh, oh <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I can't. Bowden. 
Lynn Bowden. Lynn Bowden, yes. yeah. He threw like three passes and had like 900 yards. He, that defense. doesn't count because he was a wide receiver. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Playing against the best offense. It counts. You can't discard his, his talent. It counts. I mean, but, hey, but we I can say all we want. But so, come talk on. all this jealous talk. But if at the end of the season, Kentucky's in a bowl game, even if it's just with six wins, hey. We'll Louis, see. Louisville fans. It'll be the offensive line that did it. Hey, it is what they, they got, got monsters one. On they have one. Oh, they have a, they How have about a, it? A tough one. I, I got an idea. Since the players can get paid now, uh, why don't we start paying them <laughs> and get some better recruits? Hey, there, there are some very interesting uh, name and That's in, a good point, Will. Uh, programs <laughs> going okay. all around the country. No, nah, we don't want Papa John hey, back. We want Papa John. Yeah. I don't give a damn what you say. <laughs> Check with the Papa John. Papa's guys. in the house. You know that? I'll lose my black card if they're winning. Go, Papa. Go, Papa. Oh, my free pieces. Hey, look. Wow. Man, you know what? Well, listen, you better bring them shakaronis in here. You know that. <laughs> Just like uh, 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 Al Sharpton and Jesse fools, Jackson. Boy, once that checkbook gets open, everything's peace well, now. I, I did hear Let's the Cardinal Stadium was about to get... Well, let that be like he was all right. You know that. Like first first part of September is what I'm hearing. What's that? That the naming rights for the stadium were about to get sold. So there were... It won't. It, it will no longer be Papa John's Cardinal Stadium, but it's gonna be something. Hey, I don't. Long it will be a long checkbook. Where's the line, Cardinal Stadium? Man, hey, Kroger Cardinal Stadium. I don't care. What if it was GQ Unlimited Cardinal oh, Stadium? Who's a Dino? No, no, no. Hey, look, Dino's Cardinal Stadium. Pawn shop. What's Cardinal? Uh, 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 little, uh, little, uh, little John. Oh, oh, <laughs> the pawn shop. Hey, hey, hey. I heard he's got some stadium. money. I heard Little John's got some bread, though, hey, man. You know? Hey, man, it could be whatever it be. It could be Humana Cardinal Stadium. Yeah. Indy, Indy's Papa John, yeah, Indy's, Indy's Cardinal Stadium. I like the Indy's myself. Yeah, I'm going to get some Indy's. of them chicken wings in the, in the game, yeah, you know. In the man, they're going to call it King's. <laughs> the throwback. King's Indy's Cardinal, Cardinal stadium. stadium. Chicken bones all over the stadium <laughs> after the game. Oh, my God. I can't imagine what they're going to be calling man. us behind the scenes after the game. <laughs> Oh, uh, Not calls the dirty birds. So, oh, yeah, whatever. Yeah, it's all good. But you know what? Hey, Chicken balls and Newport butts all <laughs> over the city. <laughs> hey, look. Hot sauce stains all in the seat. It's red. Catch up there. Them little bitty dirty, them little white napkins all balled up <laughs> over the place. Happy yeah. Because you know you Wedges. Wedges. <laughs> Have no, eaten wedges still wrapped up right. in the paper. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? No, After the show's no. over, I'm going to Indy's Cardinal Stadium, and nobody's going to know what I'm talking about. <laughs> oh, my God. But, yeah, but you no, know what? We don't need that. <laughs> we, got some, uh, we got some big fights <laughs> coming this weekend. Welcome to the press fights. Big fights. like hot wings so that we can get off the elevator. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Like, I'm like, who wants some of this peach cobbler over there? <laughs> you know that? Chain though. Of course, it was Jack. Oh my God! <laughs> <laughs> they all wrong bags. Hey. People coming back arguing uh, for security. I left my bag in there. I can't leave without it. Hey, Kenny Klein, if you're watching this right now, I do apologize. Empty Hennessy bottles on the elevator. Blunt guts everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> This is what happens when the show completely it goes off the rails. Man. <laughs> off the rails. Off the, before we go I'm too far, oh, God. let me bring Indies, it back. Oh, wow. Indy's Cardinal Stadium. Yeah. <laughs> I got my man Devin on the line right oh, now. So we can talk about UFC. Absolutely. Oh. Big fights this weekend. <laughs> here locally, here in Vegas. Mm. What's going on, Devin? Oh, no. Can you no hear me? Yeah, yes. I know we got you. Hey, how y'all doing? 
We're doing really good, Dev. How about yourself? I'm doing good. Just been out working. Uh, it's been hot, you know, and Oof. finally back in the house, ready for a show. Yeah, there we go. So, Devin, man, for those who don't know, Devin, if you go to our website, maineventsports101.com, and you look at all the blogs, you see all those UFC blogs where he breaks down every single fight, all the fighters' background, history, who's going to win and why, that's the man, Devin Hall, we have on the line right now. Devin, how you doing? Doing great, man. Ready for these fights. Man, so tell us, man, which fight are you most interested in seeing this weekend and why? Well, I'm going to do the cliche answer, the main event. I mean, it's just two of the best uh, strikers that we have in the UFC right now. It's two featherweights. Uh, Edson Barboza from Brazil. And then Giga Chikadze, the wild name from the Republic of Georgia. And they're two of the guys that just unreal kicks. Uh, Barboza is known for his spinning uh, heel kicks, flying knees. Uh, hell, last fight he fought Shane Burgos. He had little cuts all over his shins just from kicking him so hard. And uh, Giga Chikadze has his own uh, kick called the Giga Kick, the body kick. He has five TKOs from just kicking a guy right in the perfect spot in the side. And they just fall over. I mean, this is two amazing strikers. There's going to be no ground and pound, no wrestling or nothing like that. It's just going to be two guys swinging. <coughs> Man, it sounds like a Dragon Ball Z movie, the Giga Kick. <laughs> Man. Yeah. Hey, you you talking, that Giga Kick is dangerous. I've seen him where he kicks you right here in your rib, and dude just fall like it. It'd be over with. That's rough. He couldn't even get up. He just, because he knocks the wind out you. Wow. Man. The man has one of the strongest feet games oh, yeah. in UFC. His feet game, he would, man, I'm telling you, he's looked like Bruce Lee. His Uh-oh. feet game don't stink. <laughs> I call him Ninja for a reason. Wow. Well, Devin, I have a quick question for you in relation to how boxing has now, uh, it's now trending back to the forefront of popularity where it had kind of lost a lot of its fan base and a lot of the market share and that, you know, in those type of uh, combat sports. Do you feel as though with boxing now uh, regaining so much popularity that it is affecting uh, the fan base and the popularity of UFC and uh, MMA as a whole? I really don't think so. Um, I think a lot of UFC fans that I mingle with on Twitter and stuff, they appreciate boxing itself, especially the top guys, like, of course, like Fury, Wilder, uh, Terrence Crawford, all the guys like that. They appreciate it. Uh, there are, I do see more boxing, like fans, like pure boxing fans, kind of like downgrade UFC, like the mixed martial arts um, aspect of like the fighting game. But I think the fans are starting to kind of come together. But I think UFC is just going to continue to rise. Boxing will always have a massive fan base. Boxing's been around for such a long time, you know. Uh, just everybody's going to love boxing. But the, just the aspects that MMA and the UFC brings with all the different, like Taekwondo, uh, they have like jujitsu, the wrestling aspects, all that coming together in one ring. Plus, they have only 12 champions. There's three women's divisions, or eight uh, men's divisions, and now there's only three women's divisions, so that's 11. Uh, one of them got disbanded because Amanda Nunez is the GOAT, and she beat everybody in the top 10. So, yeah, there's no reason to have a Wow. <laughs> man, you, you're a bad man, jam. It's like, man, we're just going to cut this division off. Right. It's yours. It's over. Keep the belt, whatever. Fight right. them in. Yeah. 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 No, you can't beat her. You just, you, no reason to keep going. 
Right. No, I agree. Because, but for a while there, I mean, I sincerely felt like the UFC was all the rage, and boxing had really, really lost its grounding until uh, Deontay Wilder started to gain a lot of recognition. Uh, even after he, you know, was was you know on a nice win streak, he hadn't brought back the lay fans to boxing. Right. Uh, and it was only occasional fights, you know, particularly uh, Floyd Mayweather, that would bring the the, reg, the average fans that are not really into the sport back, which as we were talking about early in an earlier segment, that that's where the true money comes from, are the lay fans who get on board. But uh, but UFC was just the opposite, where everybody was just so in the UFC. Uh, and that's kind of like where my question comes from, is in terms of boxing now becoming popular again, do you think it's affecting UFC in terms of just the lay fans, that they've all turned back to boxing at this point? Well, I mean, I feel like there could be a chance that the UFC could take a toll just because of how big boxing has always been. And, with, of course, like, uh, I don't know exactly when the Fury-Wilder fight is, but I know whenever that fight comes on, whatever fight uh, UFC has that weekend, the Fury-Wilder fight is probably just going like, to blow that out of proportion for people. You know, like gotcha. the big names in boxing, for sure, will bring in more views than, of course, like the big UFC events, unless it's Conor McGregor. Conor McGregor will bring in millions, right, right. Oh, yeah, over yeah, a million yeah. every time, of course. Well, now, we hope that we can keep you on uh, on the other side of this break. Uh, we're going to take a quick break to pay the bills, and we're going to continue with you on the other side. All right, sounds good. And welcome back to Maven Sports Show. Online right now, we have Devin Hall, our personal writer, who uh, covers all the UFC, all the fighting for us, main event combat staff. He's on the line. We'll still discuss a little uh, UFC come this weekend because you already mentioned the main event being like the big fight, but give us some of those undercards that, that we should be looking at. Well, uh, the special thing about this fight night card is that the co-main event and the one right before the co-main event, the uh, third fight on the card, are both the finales of the middleweight and the bantamweight of the return of the ultimate fighter. For the bantamweight, you got Ricky Tercio, I believe that's how you say his name, not for sure, but he's fighting Brady Highstand. Uh, both of them, the Ricky Tercios became the fan favorite uh, from what I've read on Twitter. No! Well, there we go. Well, he's back. Uh, and he, we have some technical difficulties. Nah. Hmm. All right, you know, we'll get back to Devin a little bit. It looks like we're having some, some technical difficulties there, bringing him on in. It's frozen. I don't know if he's in here or not. Oh, okay. oh there you go. Oh, he, you're back. There we go. Can you hear me? Yes. 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 We can hear you. All right. Yeah. I froze for a second. All right. But uh, did you hear any of the things I was saying before that? And no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, the co-main and the third fight on the uh, main card are the finales of the Ultimate Fighter of the Return of the Season. Uh, you got the Santos uh, and Ready High Stand. In the middleweights, you got Brian Battle, and it was supposed to be Trey Sean Gore, but Sadly, he had a uh, meniscus injury, so the guy he knocked out in the semifinals, Gilbert Urbina, is taking his spot. So the guy who got knocked out made the finale. I mean, it's kind of bad, it's really bad luck for Gore himself, but 
but he, uh, Urbina is a very solid fighter himself, but he's going to be outclassed, I believe, by Brian Battle. Brian Battle came in, his groundwork, his wrestling, top notch, down in pounds, great. Got a, a unanimous decision win in the first round. Came in the second, um, in the semifinals, got a easy submission over Andre Petrowski, who's also fighting on the fight card against somebody, uh, I think his name was Michael Gilmore. Okay. Uh, they're going to be fighting. There's just kind of like showcasing the new talent that the new Ultimate Fighter this season is going to be bringing into this year. Nice. Uh, the Ricky Tercios, what I was saying about him before everything got cut off for me, uh, he's one of them brawlers. He'll invite you to the ring, scream in your face, tempt you to come and punch him in the face just so he can get to you and brawl you right in the middle of the um, octagon. But high stand, I believe he's going to do the upset because – the first two fights of the season that he did fight and win, uh, he had a partially torn uh, meniscus. He had a oh, similar wow. injury to what happened to Gore. And, I mean, <laughs> he came out on top on both of them, had a wow. TKO in the semifinals. Now, a fully healthy high stand, I believe, is going to pull off the upset. So, on all of the, you said it's, what, three main events? Well, two codes. the main event is the Barbosa Chikadze, <clears throat> but... The other two before that are the finales of the Ultimate Fighter. The finales of the Ultimate Fighter. So give us your picks of the two finales of the Ultimate Fighter and the main event and put your name on it. Tell us what you think before we let you go. All right. So I'm going to stick with the upset pick. I believe High Stand will beat Tercios and I'd say a unanimous decision type. Um, I don't think it'll go. Both of them are super tough brawlers. So I don't think any of them will, either of them, will get knocked out. But I think Hastan will pull off the upset. Uh, since Urbina had to step in late, since Gore uh, had the meniscus injury, I think battle will be too much. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if it's a submission with him getting on the ground. But I think it's an easy win for battle. Uh, if you're making bets, put your money on battle. That's my for sure for the week. Uh, and then for the main event, now this one's Easily the toughest because I think it's going to be fight of the night. Maybe we could get the KO of the night with how I said they're both tremendous strikers. Uh, but I think I'm going to have to take Giga Chikadze just because he's a little younger than Barboza. Uh, Barboza is a lightweight. This is his uh, fourth fight in featherweight. I think he's still getting a feel for the lighter people, like being lighter on his feet. I think he'll be quick and stuff, but the Giga kick, man. Nice. And Giga there, kick named after yourself. You're gonna, <laughs> there it is. Bad man. And there you have it, folks. We have Devin in with us giving us his uh, take on the upcoming UFC fights this weekend and giving us his picks. Devin, we appreciate you coming on with us. We need to get you back on soon so we can talk some more UFC. And then uh, compare your picks to the outcome, man. Uh, if, you, if you do pretty good, man, I might get, need to get some lottery numbers from you. <laughs> hey, sounds good, but I appreciate y'all letting me be on the show today. No problem at all, man. Thank, hey, thank you for coming on. Thanks for coming, man. Yeah, I'm going. All right. So there you have it. It's time to start fighting. Whoa. Listen, hey, speaking of fights, <laughs> fights this weekend. Speaking of fights, let's talk about how Manny, the Pac-Man Pacquiao, we love Pacquiao, got his face packed in. <laughs> Okay, let Doing me the you guys okay, fight. Okay, okay, but let, tell me another soon to be presidential candidate right. that could fight their ass all like Pacquiao did. You Barack that? Obama? Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Because that's who he looked like out there. Hey. Manny, nah, nah. Dude, Pacquiao, okay. First of all, go ahead and tell him, Rock. Get him. Pac Man, look, Pac Man came into this 
fight game. He wasn't expected to be a great. Dude loves to fight. He made himself. Here we into go a with champion. another one giving us he the Filipino history of a guy that came at out eight the different mode. levels. He's one of the most accomplished fighters of his generation. He loves to fight. He went out there and fight. I don't even know if people thought he was going to win, but dude loves to fight. So I, I look at it like this. He listen. wanted to get out there and get his face punched in. If that's what that man Rashawn, loves to do, let that man You live. know, Rashawn, listen, let me tell you something. He was going to go against one of the best boxers in the game today in Earl Spence. The guy who Floyd Mayweather has been ducking for the past, like, decade. Yeah, yeah 11 years. Let's, let's keep that count together. For the last 11 years, he's been ducking Earl Spence. Now, let's keep it real. You guys was the guy who went in there against Earl Spence and got his head punched in. So if you guys went out there and did that to Manny Pacquiao, like that. hold on. It don't always work like that. Wait a stop, minute. Stop Let me, hold on. Yeah, yeah, it don't hold on. I mean, it's easy to say he, that. He was trained. He was, Manny Pacquiao was training to go in with that head hunting style that he was fighting against that. you guys with. If he had done that against Earl Spence, He'd have met the canvas. He would have met the canvas. Too many times, far too many times. He's got tough job, man. We've just seen where, like Haven said, styles make a difference. Didn't you watch Rocky Balboa? If A can beat B and B beat C, then A can beat C. That's not, but that's not the way it always works out. Oftentimes, it doesn't work out. And he's an engineer, so he should know. But let me ask you: Did anybody think what that got to do with Earl Spence? No. Nobody thought Pacquiao was gonna be Earl Spence. Pacquiao I thought Pacquiao shouldn't even sign the contract. I mean, it's money. Yeah. Hey, hey. It's money, and he loves to fight. And he's also old. He should retire. Well, he's gone now. Well, I feel bad for his wife, man. That was rough watching her sit there. She couldn't stand it. Well, I'm like, man, this woman's done been through enough, man. You're a politician now. Go on, throw your head in the ring for the president. You I know agree. you're going to win I, the mean, I, know, I know a fight he's going to win. That presidential race over in the Philippines. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, so he, he can, ha ahead, he man, can have that. I, I mean, I definitely man. didn't, the, the, you know, he I have not just, supported Manny He should have just stayed where he was. He should have stayed, stayed a politician, fight, left it alone, I went mean, on and got his Filipino people together, did what he had to do and become, I don't know. Yes, he's done both. But what I'm saying is this. I'm saying your wife His time has come and gone in this boxing thing. But here's the thing. I feel the same way about Floyd Mayweather. He's taking these petty ante fights. Your time has come and gone. No, he's stealing money. That's all he doing. He's stealing money. And I don't blame him. Packer's actually trying to fight. Floyd's just stealing at this point. But anyway. Floyd's been stealing for the last 10 years. No, but Jake Paul, they fight. No, that's not, not all. But he's a YouTuber. Yeah, but the thing about Pacquiao is this. And made bank, though. Yeah. Once you're ridiculous. Fight. Once you're fighting like Pacquiao, you've been fighting as long as Pacquiao's been fighting. It's hard to give it up. Ridiculous. It's hard. Like, 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 Ali. I get all like, that. Ali, Ali should be giving up. But after that, after that beat down he took. Valerie Holmes. After that beat down he took. After that beatdown he took, I feel like he should just stay in the Philippines. He was still fighting. Hey, I, the, when no. I watch my, my boy, the executioner, I mean, what's his the name? Rain retires, what, what's the, what's the, the rain retires most fighters. Uh, the dark-skinned cat, bald head. Oh, the alien. Oh, I need to talk yeah, about um, that from Philadelphia. Um, um, I can't think of his name, but he fought. That man fought. He was like 55 he was years 50, old. 53 or 54. He's still beating people. Well, how old was George Foreman? And his got, last his last 60. fight, he got knocked through the ropes 60. onto the ground. <laughs> you know, it was going to take for him to get I know who you're talking about. I can't think of his name. Um... I know his nickname was Executioner. I just cannot think of his actual name. I've heard, you know, it's escaping. Bernard you know, Hopkins. These guys, Bernard, Bernard Hopkins. Hopkins. Thank you. Like, sometimes you just have guys that just love to fight. Then the ring would They're going to fight. Yeah, I mean, they're going to fight till they literally the can't ring, fight and somebody won't give court. him a license. Yeah, the, whatever, whatever sport you play, if you, you reach know? the highest level of that sport, 
Most Floyd's a businessman. The sport's going to retire you. Listen, it doesn't matter to me. I, I feel like when you know your time has come, they ride on off into the sunset. Only like Jim Brown and Floyd Mayweather, the only two cats that got out like They keep on fooling around, they're going to be Apollo Creed, I'm telling you. That's it. The only two guys that got on top. I mean, George Foreman came back after he retired for how long? That's because he was out, trying to promote them grills. Man, first of all, George Foreman has hands the size of his table. George <laughs> was, trying to perf- he was trying to but promote still, his grills, and he's still strong. Like 49 and still won. Because we got that kind of power. You can do that. Yeah, I mean, but my point this being is that is this. these guys that always fight, even old fighters, when you talk about them, them guys still think they can get out there and give you one more good round. Well, I tell you what, if you don't believe it, I bet you if Tyson and Holyfield 3 comes around, it's probably going to set a pay-per-view record. Oh, I'm watching that. And you can say what you want to. I'm, I'm watching that. About these old fighters, but I was more interested hey, in watching that Tyson fight earlier this year than I was in watching this Pacquiao hey, fight. Hey, and hey, then look. I'm going to be in watching the Tyson and Wilder fight, too. Hey, Will. Because can't neither Tyson or Wilder fight. And I've been <laughs> telling people that when I watch Tyson Wilder, especially that uh, Fury, Tyson Fury, the Fury Wilder fight won. I said, this is maybe the worst display of boxing I have ever seen. Oh, wow. Hey. It was awful. We're in our last minute, so I had to give a big shout-out. Former Louisville quarterback Teddy Bridgewater named the starter for the Denver Broncos. I hate the Denver Broncos, but I love me some Teddy Teddy Bridgewater is the smartest, and when I say smart, I mean the most intelligent, book smarts quarterback to ever take a Don't forget, the Ravens to go to Denver. That's right. The Ravens go to Denver. Second so week in October, y'all. Bridgewater. Lamar versus Teddy. It's going down. So watch it not be on television locally. I could ever, <laughs> ever take a snap. That dude, that boy is, he's, he's a Might not be on television guy. locally, but thank God for fasting. No, it will be. Yes, yeah, yeah, sir. It'll be on TV because it'll be like, the ratings in, in Louisville will just be un- unreal. Watch that fight. Unreal. Wait. And you know what? Fight. A fight. <laughs> it will be a fight. The Ravens, that's how Ravens play. In the mud. Dirty. Rough. Love it. All day, every day. There you go. But hey, I want to thank everybody for tuning in to this week's show. We'll be back next Thursday, 7 p.m., live, Plug Network. Watch us. Tune in. And for all the articles, uh, to become a patron, support the show, to buy the great merch like I'm wearing right now, go to manifestsports101.com and like right there in every show. Without any struggle, there is no progress. Peace. Peace. I still see Alabama.